that's how long I've been on ya. Thank you for listening to the Daily Sports Report on 88.3 FM Ann Arbor, where the puck drops here. Let's get lost tonight. You could be my black Kate Moss tonight. Play secretary on the ball tonight. And you don't give a f- what they all say, right? Awesome, the Christian and Christian Dior. Damn, they don't make them like this anymore. I ask this, I'm not sure. Do anybody make real d- anymore? Bow in the presence of greatness. Cause right now, that has forsaken us. You should be honored by my lateness. That I would even show up to this place. So go ahead, go nuts, go ace. Especially in my pastel on my paper. Act like you can't tell who made this new gospel. Homie, take six and take this. Haters. Difficult listening. 24 hours a day. It's WCBN-FM, Ann Arbor. This is Jad Bear from Half Japanese, and you're listening to WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Thank all the people that pledged last week during the fundraiser for all the fine, fine shows down here on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Fell a little short of the overall goal, but I think we might have actually set a new record. So Did quite well. I think it was over 30. Yeah, there was a... Oh, it was a, it was a lot of fun. In fact, I was impressed with a lot of the special programming that I heard from time to time. It was a very good uh, crop of new DJs the last couple of years. I think we've uh, restocked been, the shelf. Yeah, as they been say. been fortunate with that. And uh, of course, uh, at college radio stations, typically there's a pretty high turnover. <clears throat> Some of us who stay in town stick around for a little longer, but it's nice to have an infusion of new blood and. Mixed with the old, and it makes for a very enriching experience for all concerned. And again, thanks uh, very much to all listeners and local businesses who contributed food and beverages as well. Well, we had a better week than the GOP. Uh, They seem to me to be barking up some very strange trees. Uh, You wonder why they even bothered to come to Michigan if they're going to sort of say the sort of things they've been saying in Detroit. Yeah. I don't think that the people sitting down to listen to Republican candidates at the Detroit Economic Club are going to be disposed to uh, language from both Santorum and Romney that's hostile to the uh, bailout of the auto industry. Yeah. And then by all accounts has been effective 
productive, saved lots of jobs. The uh, auto industry is doing very well. Sales are up. Production's up. Lots of new jobs. It's been great for Michigan. Yeah, and the bridge loan, of course, started under the Bush administration with uh, right. Paulson, Hank Paulson, Secretary of Treasury, basically realizing, uh, correctly so, in my opinion, that uh, it had to be done. And for Santorum to then add to the pile claiming that the Wall Street bailout shouldn't have happened either, uh, this is a man that simply doesn't know anything about economics. Um the Wall Street bailout has always been misnamed, in my opinion. This was a banking system bailout. And none of these journalists at these debates ever ask these candidates. Ron Paul uh, is another opponent of such a move, and I think he voted against it. The actual consequences of what happened when they voted against the, bail, uh, the, uh, the, wall, the banking bailout the first time around. The stock market plummeted. Right. The uh, $2 trillion of wealth was immediately wiped off the books uh, nationwide. Um, they would have had to shut down every bank in the United States of America, and I still do not get this idea that we can go back to the gold standard. This is just rubbish that is being peddled as some sort of uh, free market idea. Um, there isn't enough gold in the world. Uh, we would make France almost as rich as the United States uh, rather quickly. Mm -hmm. And some other very interesting countries, including Libya. <laughs> well, Gaddafi, apparently. Well, or in Syria, where there's a mad rush uh, amongst uh, civilians in Syria to buy gold, to put their money into gold, for and obvious reasons, as a hedge against the instability that that country is uh, beleaguered with. And then we have Daryl Issa. Uh, chair, we'll give him a brain damage award. Uh, we'll get back to Santorum, and, uh, Santorum, or sanitarium, as I like to call him, Momentito. As for the big fig, where's he? I mean, he's like fundraising in Los Angeles or something. He's, well, he's uh, uh, chosen to uh, not bother showing up in Michigan, which is fine with me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really uh, want to... Uh, Although, not that any of those guys would come to Ann Arbor. Uh, Dick Cheney made a couple of stops in Ann Arbor, but apparently he had a personal friend here and his chilled. They shut down the hands-on museum for a day, so Dick Cheney's relatives could go there. Hmm. Um, most bizarre some years back, but... Uh, he probably just wanted to sit in the fire truck. <laughs> <laughs> Put on the uh, commander's... That's right. Now oh. I'm calling the shots! That's right, he gets to wear the hat. Fire chief... Fire chief for the day. He's at a but, undisclosed uh, location. But, uh, yeah, just an utterly strange week. Uh, Daryl Issa, getting back to him, he's the House chairman of the Government Operations Committee. Has a hearing on contraception. Are there any women in the crowd? Of course not. No, he has bishops. The bishops were too late. <laughs> uh, surreal. Um, of course, we've gotten into the muckety-muck of uh, talking about contraception. This uh, contraception thing was decided quite some many years ago. It's called the Griswold decision. It's part of the basis for Roe versus Wade. Um, they're giving a platform to the Catholic bishops who are experts on what? Covering up sexual abuse. Indeed. Pederasty. Um, this is bizarre and uh, very troubling. Uh, it's 
And I'd like to commend the uh, women in the House of Representatives that walked, you know, walked out of the committee room. Because uh, they asked, are there any women in the crowd? <laughs> uh, fake beards were not to be seen. There were no women in the crowd. And uh, this is just a, I, I don't know, it gets back to this this idea that these uh, Republican candidates, most of them really aren't conservative. They're just simply reactionary. And Rick Santorum's comments over the weekend. About uh, Obama's religion? Yeah. Very bizarre. It sounds like uh, Santorum is running for pope or bishop. It's it's intriguing to look back and think that Kennedy, as a candidate, had to bend over backwards to demonstrate that he was not going to be a popish president, that he was an American first and a Catholic second, or an American Catholic, or whatever you want to uh, call it. And that's what Santorum keeps saying is, well, Obama says he's a Christian, and I'll take him at his word. He, he says he's a Christian. Not that I think he's a Christian. He, didn't, he never said that. He just said he says he's a Christian. But then he keeps talking about the church, the church. And uh, for Santorum, that's the Catholic church. So is he running to be America's Catholic president or to be the Pope of America? Uh, truth be told, most American Catholics are way left of uh, where the church is at. Uh, most American Catholics uh, favor the use of birth control and use it regularly, as most responsible adults do. <clears throat> so I'm not sure uh, to which Catholics uh, Santorum is appealing, uh, but to a attack Obama on this religion thing is, is bizarre. Yeah, a phony theology uh, is, is what he said, uh, which he then added to. And the, he's, of course, tried to backtrack on this, but he uh, says about some phony ideal, some phony theology, not a theology based on the Bible. Um, he then tried to claim that... As if any non-Judeo-Christian theology is inherently flawed. Right. That goes unspoken there. Well, and the word theology, of course, refers to religion. He, of course, tried to right. backtrack and claim that he was talking about the environment, uh, which is remotely possible. But uh, other strange comments included his attack of public schools, hmm. uh, likening them to factories. Uh, he wants to go back to the pre-Horace Mann era. He thinks that parents need to homeschool their children and that we should almost virtually get rid of public schools. He attacked the federal government and state government, ignoring the fact that public schools around the country are actually run by school boards. They're run locally. They're based on local taxes. This man doesn't even know anything about public schools, it seems. And then to add to this uh, strange week of uh, Rick Santorum displaying his uh, public awareness of all issues, he claimed that prenatal testing was a way for society to, quote, call the ranks of the disabled. What on earth is this guy talking about? He then attacked, Sounds like eugenics to me. Yeah, he then attacked the sonogram um, stuff. Ignoring the fact that the states that are passing the sonograms are Republican governors and Republican-led legislators that have put this as an impediment in their minds to getting an abortion, creating additional regulation 
and unnecessary expenses. Oh, requ- yeah, requiring yeah. you to see an image, a sonogram image, so that you'll perhaps be guilted out by the image uh, of this burgeoning fetus, uh, when actually uh, <laughs> most uh, midwives, uh, my wife and I had our children with midwives here at the U of M hospital, and uh, I think all the research is not in yet on the sonogram. It might not be safe for the little fella in there to have that sort of uh, radiation uh, pulsating around them. Uh, but, it's yeah, it's an added expense, and it's uh, more for guilt and dissuasion than it is for any real medical purpose. Now, sonograms do have a medical basis uh, if there's any reason to suspect uh, a, a serious a disability that can be detected before birth. Uh, that's useful, and that's at a doctor's discretion. But to mandate that, why aren't they against the word mandate in any medical setup? That sounds like Obamacare. Well, and some of these comments are just bizarre because, uh, you know, he talks about homeschooling of children. That's called parenting, Mr. Santorum. Uh, most parents don't really have either the expertise or the time well, that's the, to educate their children at home. Indeed. That's uh, the purpose of public schools. Right. Uh, and you'll be hard-pressed to find many families that can afford to have a parent stay home and be a housekeeper, uh, a chore doer, and an educator. Uh, one of the uh, you know great secrets of uh, public schools is that it has become uh, the American babysitter. Yeah, and his his justification for this uh, novel idea in going back to the past um, is that most presidents were homeschooled for the first 150 years of our great society. And, of course, today's President's Day. Uh, most of them were idiots. <laughs> War criminals. <laughs> we know that already. Uh, so why he would cite the, them as a success story uh, is strange indeed. Now, our original first six presidents were all quite distinguished uh, for various reasons. And there were some good uh, good presidents uh, in the list, including Abraham Lincoln, but uh, many of the uh, presidents in the uh, late half of the 19th century were pretty mediocre. Um, At best. I mean, Warren G. Harding, if he was homeschooled, it would have been in a brothel. <laughs> well, the other thing about homeschooling is children... Uh, need to develop social skills. Yeah. And uh, as speaking personally, as a high school educator, when you do get kids who've come from a homeschool background, they do not know how to interact. Uh, they don't know how to collaborate, to work uh, in a group. Uh, and they're really at a social disadvantage. There's uh, I think very. I think it's a selfish thing for parents to choose to uh, homeschool. I don't think it's really uh, for the best interest of the children. I think it's for the parents. Well, his his comments about education are so strange. They're, they need to be re-examined um, for what he's talking about, because he, he calls uh, the federal government and state government, quote, running uh, uh, schools, he calls that anachronistic. Um, okay, dude. Speaking uh, of us, while we're on Santorum here, I, don't, I haven't seen this ad. But I guess the pack restore our future, which is uh, the Santorum pack, or Santo Rectum, or whatever uh, we, however you wish to say the name, 
I'll just read this from Todd Spangler's. Uh, this showed up in the Free Press, um, February 16th. Uh, Santorum was out with his own ad attacking Romney called Rombo. It features a Romney lookalike carrying what looks like a weapon, though one presumes it's a paint gun, stalking a cardboard cutout of Santorum. Multicolored paint explodes around the cutout of Santorum but never hits him. Finally, when the Romney lookalike appears to have Santorum, he gets hit. In the script, the narrator accuses Romney of attacking fellow Republicans to hide his record on health care reform in Massachusetts and more. Uh, for the record, Romney has said health care reform, blah, 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 blah. Romney's campaign said Santorum is the one who has been attacking fellow Republicans, not Romney. <laughs> he did it, not me. But, I mean, this is what the money that the PACs are being poured into is this sort of, this sounds like a high school, you know, movie project <laughs> that uh, a sort of a, a weak teacher would assign. Um, yeah, that's a great idea to uh, get people to support Santorum. A shootout video. <laughs> well, I'm sure he'll think of Check other. Check back with Sarah Palin on the shootout metaphors. Yeah, and and uh, he, you know, it, it's interesting too about this homeschooling because it's been uh, extensively reported that Rick Santorum billed the state of Pennsylvania one hundred thousand uh, dollars for this uh, homeschooling and this cyber school that apparently uh, some of his children attended. He has seven children. Um, he's a strange bird. Uh, just call him Super Dog Man. <laughs> <laughs> arf arf super dogma man yeah too he's uh well got all kinds of problems i think and, and i i actually at the end of the day think that romney will win michigan narrowly though and i think that part of gingrich's uh disappearing act uh, regarding michigan is a deliberate strategy he uh doesn't want to take votes away from santorum so right. he's in in a kind of a sly sort of uh very tricky, newt sort of way, uh, putting all of his chips in G Georgia. He's not in the ballot in Virginia, by the way. Uh, I don't think Santorum is either, actually. No, that's correct. He's not. So that'll be a battle between Ron Paul, Mitt Romney, and undoubtedly Robert E. Lee. Probably make a uh, a write-in appearance uh, down there. Um I think Romney will probably end. I, some of these polls that claim this big lead that the Santorum had were uh, based on very small samples. Mm, and it's interesting to note that uh, four out of ten voters in other polls have, have uh, concluded or made the observation that they don't know a lot about Rick Santorum. Once you get to know him, you'll really love him. And, of course... Other people this week uh, making complete idiots of themselves include John McCain. He's in, the, he's in the Middle East. What's he advocating? War with Syria. War with Iran. Um, he's campaigning without his space helmet, and his sidekick, Lindsey Graham, seems to be the poodle who's uh, off the leash. So uh, when in doubt, call in Super Dogman Santorum to the rescue. <laughs> Uh, Although McCain has endorsed Romney. He has endorsed Romney. But uh, this, this advocacy of uh, starting another war in the Middle East is, is mindless. I, I don't get it. I heard uh, John McCain on an interview a couple weeks ago on BBC pretty much advocating a war with Syria. Now, 
this is not a good idea at this time uh, for a variety of reasons. Uh, of course, uh, they are now publicly advocating that we arm Syrian rebels. How interesting that Ayman al-Zawahiri, the putative leader of al-Qaeda, is advocating the same thing. Go figure that one out, John McCain. And uh, let us know when you find that space helmet, because, uh, uh, you know, let the, dipl the, the diplomatic efforts continue to work. There's obviously incredible pressure on Syria globally at this point. Yeah, and actually Russia and China have been working a bit behind the scenes, yeah. and that's mm -hmm. been going on for quite a while here. Uh, according to uh, an article, uh, a pledge for reform, uh, from last week in the Financial Times, uh, official Syrian state news said that a referendum on a long-promised constitutional amendment allowing for a multi-party system would take place on February 26th, and that parliamentary elections would be held in 90 days afterwards if the new constitution was approved. Of course, this has yet to happen and has yet to be seen, of course. Um, Najib Gabdian, an official from the Syrian National Council, the main umbrella group of opponents to Assad, dismisses the reform program as uh, irrelevant. Quote, is this new constitution going to include something about how they should not bombard Syria? Uh, one can certainly sympathize with his uh, sentiment as the uh, body count is rising. It's pretty, pretty dramatic there. And... Uh, However, this doesn't mean that an invasion is going to do anything to help. No. Uh, there are other things that can be done. Um, and John McCain's record, his track record of, quote, arming insurgents isn't that good. No, uh, let, indeed. Let's uh, look at the last 30 years with John McCain. He's been, a, he's been in Congress for quite some time. He was an advocate of the Contras. Uh, they didn't win. Uh, they uh, blew the up a lot of health clinics, though. And, yeah. Uh, the Sandinistas turned over power. Uh, Daniel Ortega, of course, is actually back in power. Mm -hmm. But the Sandinistas turned over power when they lost the elections uh, in the late 80s, uh, disproving virtually everything that Ronald Reagan ever said on the matter. Who are some of the other insurgents that John McCain favored in arming UNITA? They lost. And then the uh, success story of all time. Arming the Mujahideen in Afghanistan. The last time I checked, the United States is still in Afghanistan. We've been there over 30 years. This war has lasted longer than Vietnam. And it's still going. And apparently uh, all these success stories uh, encourage John McCain to actually believe in his tiny mind that uh, this is a way to hurt Iran. And, of course, there's all sorts of saber-rattling going on regarding Iran. Uh, advocates in the United States of starting the bombing uh, don't seem to be thinking terribly clearly. It's fascinating to note, by the way, that the Associated Press on the 21st of December this past year reported that Israel does not have enough bomb shelters in schools and public places and is ill-prepared to protect its citizens in case of war, according to an annual report issued by the state comptroller. The report said the country has not learned from the 2006 war with Hezbollah in Lebanon when dozens of Israeli civilians were killed by Hezbollah rockets. It blames the military and the Interior Ministry, among other agencies, for, quote, serious lapses in wartime readiness 
and says some are not investing needed funds in preparedness plans. Interesting. That's an internal Israeli support a report regarding uh, their uh, analysis of their prep uh, preparedness for war. Uh, Obama is going to be meeting uh, Mr. Netanyahu in a couple of weeks. I heard that he is back in the United States to uh, powwow with APAC. And I'm sure that the war drums will continue to beat on the Potomac regarding this harebrained idea. Well, hopefully Obama puts on his back brace that day. Uh, it's shameful the extent to which Netanyahu's last uh, appearance in front of Congress, he was applauded up and down as though it were Abraham Lincoln, mm -hmm. uh, as though Israel were the 51st state, uh, where Obama is consistently flouted and shouted down and uh, dismissed <clears throat> as a, an ideologue or something. Uh, Netanyahu is welcomed as uh, the, the conquering hero. And Netanyahu has uh, done more to set back any slightest, feeblest efforts that America has uh, tried to uh, get the peace process back on track. Uh, Netanyahu has worked against it at every uh, possible opportunity. Uh, a very bellicose individual. Yeah, and, and a very good analysis, by the way, in the most recent edition of The Nation magazine. I didn't bring it in today, but there's a good article in there about this uh, impending problem uh, by a, an author of the secret relationship between the United States, Israel, and Iran uh, regarding the sort of behind-the-scenes uh, look at what's uh, perhaps up regarding this uh, predicted war that uh, nobody really wants. Uh, or is prepared for. Or can afford, certainly. <laughs> except the Hawks in Washington, right. D.C., who, of course, have used this Iran saber-rattling to uh, pump up oil prices on behalf of the oil industry and now are making the funny and peculiar argument uh, regarding energy uh, drilling. Uh, Santorum has some strange comments about that today uh, on the western side of Michigan. Uh, seems to be out of touch with the facts regarding where oil production is at this point here in the United States. Um, does Rick Santorum actually read anything? Why, the Bible, of course. Uh, it's, There's it's, not much in there, though, of uh, contemporary relevance besides some good poetry. And you know, Interestingly, the people who are the most uh, loud-mouthed Christians really forget most of the actual teachings of Christ in the in the Bible. Um, I think they sort of get hung up on the punishment aspect of the Old Testament and forget to embrace the compassion, understanding, and tolerance uh, of the later books in that text. But oil did, of course, hit an eight-month high of mm -hmm. 120 a mm -hmm. barrel last week. The Iranian uncertainty is part of it. Uh, apparently, the, the big spike was uh, triggered by an announcement from an Iranian state-owned broadcaster that the country was banning exports to six European nations, including Greece, Italy, and Spain. I don't know if that actually happened or if that's just something they said to sort of uh, help whip the market into a frenzy. But there have been other uh, supply disruptions. In Nigeria, um, the Sudan. Nigeria, mm -hmm. the Sudan, uh, and in Syria, where just last week there was an explosion at, at a pipeline feeding a uh, processing plant. And so a refinery, uh, that is, 
Um, and so, well, of course, that's denounced by uh, the Assad uh, elites as terrorism. It's uh, certainly a warlike gesture from one of the rebel movements, no doubt. Uh, but uh, uncertainty is good for the price of oil if you're selling. Yeah, and and of course the price of oil has always had a, uh, uh, you know, it, it obviously hurts American consumers, giving them less disposable income. Uh, the one positive sign of higher oil prices is it tends to encourage Americans to buy more fuel-efficient vehicles, mm -hmm. thus improving our uh, long-run situation regarding consumption of oil in theory. And it also, of course, is part of this new insourcing regarding manufacturing uh, that the Obama administration has been touting heavily uh, this year in, in some of his campaign appearances. Yeah. When the price of oil goes up uh, to, uh, to high levels, it becomes much more expensive for China to uh, ship goods to the United States. So this does actually create some of this, quote, insourcing of manufacturing jobs here in the United States. And so always look at the growth, oil, yeah. you know, as a two-sided, complicated situation. But obviously very high oil prices are not good for the uh, American economy or the global economy. And why we would want to uh, hype uh, war in the Middle East when there are so many wars continuing in the Middle East, including basically a civil war that's going on in Syria, is incomprehensible to me, but uh, there is always a very mysterious method to John McCain's madness. Yeah, <laughs> it's called apoplexy. <laughs> um, just a real quick uh, reiteration of Romney's quote here, denouncing the uh, bridge loan for the auto industry, which he denounced as, quote, crony capitalism on a grand scale, a sweetheart deal disguised as a rescue plan that benefited unions and union bosses who contributed millions to Barack Obama's election campaign. Well, that's a lot of hooey. It did save a lot of jobs. Uh, he neglects to mention that. Uh, but here's another quote from Mitt Romney that raises questions about this very same subject. Uh, this, uh, he said in Grand Rapids, quoted from Kathleen Gray's article here in uh, the Free Press of February 16th. Uh, Mitt Romney said, quote, it shouldn't come as a surprise that the president has received hundreds of millions from unions and he's been doing their bidding ever since. Well, that's a really interesting uh, quote. Uh, first of all, has Obama received hundreds of millions from unions? No. Doubtful. Uh, right wingers always want to tout this. Oh, big unions, big labor. They spend lots of money in election campaigns, but it pales in comparison to what corporations spend, of course. They'll never acknowledge that fact. It's usually 10 to 15 to 1. Right. And, of course, now with the Citizens United, it's it's Dull. It's, it's even worse. Yeah, exactly. So, But if we follow the logic, if we take Romney's uh, comments at face value and follow the logic that if you receive hundreds of millions of dollars from a contributor, that you are thus compelled to do their bidding, well, hello... Who's paying for all these Republicans? Who, whose bidding is being done here? Yes. So if Obama follows the bidding of uh, those who have contributed, don't all politicians follow the bidding? That's absurd. And uh, Well, and I'll, I'll just come up with another uh, very quick criticism as uh, we're out of time here on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Thanks to Andrew for engineering. Once again this evening, I'd just like to point out, had they not bailed out the auto industry, what a cost the government much, much more. 
they would have had uh, had to take over the pension obligations mm-hmm. of General Motors. Six hundred and fifty thousand people would have been affected directly by that. These guys don't know a lot about business. Anyway, uh, Jerry Mack knows quite a bit about business, and he's ready to go with the Yazoo City calling. So take it away, Jerry. <laughs> 